It's time for the Flagler Radio Business Report, a 30-minute roundtable discussion with local businesses. And now, your host, Kirk Keller. Good morning and welcome to the Business Report. I'm your host, Kirk Keller. I have a great guest in the house this morning. We're actually on the phone this morning. Dr. Parani is with, uh, he's actually a retired physician with UNF Health Administration faculty member. Good morning. Good morning, Kirk, how are you? Cannot complain, sir. Now, you're start, you started a new project that I think is absolutely fantastic for veterans, especially here in Flagler County through the UNF Mednex program. Can you tell us a little bit about it and why you wanted to do it? So, yeah, I'll give you some background. So, um, you know, we're all familiar with uh, health care in the hospital setting, right, where we go in the hospital and then get, you know, uh, treatment to get better and get back at home. Well, our focus is trying to keep patients at home so they don't have to go to the hospital for other conditions. And so this area of uh, medicine is uh, in the general term of virtual care. That is, we try to make sure that the care is given at the home uh, where the patient doesn't have to go back to the hospital. And so there's many ways to do that. And one of the techniques or one of the the uh, uh, technologies that's been uh, implemented in the last few years is what's called remote patient monitoring. Yes. So when, when you're at home, so, you know, we got to be able to tell how you're doing. So obviously we can send people out, you know, uh, nurses and aides to come and check on you, but that's not on a very practical basis because it's also done very periodic, you know, it's done once a week or once every few days or maybe even daily. But this technology allows you to monitor you 24-7, seven days a week, 365 days a year. And so there's quite an advancement in healthcare where you can actually monitor your condition at home, uh, you know, around the clock. And then if you need intervention, then we can send the correct, appropriate people to you. Or if you need to, uh, you know, get more help with a, seeing a doctor or uh, even a more emergent basis, we can get that communicated to you. Fantastic. Do you think um, a lot of this remote uh, medical care is a result of COVID, or was that something in, in the works before COVID? Yeah, so it started, uh, actually, the the uh, original uh, application was uh, telehealth. And so telehealth has actually been around for, for uh, many years, even before COVID. But certainly COVID brought it to the to a more... Um, uh, the forefront. You know, yeah, forefront of everyone using it, because obviously you didn't want to leave the house, and you don't want to be in the hospital where many of the hospitals were flooded with, you know, COVID patients. And many of the doctor's offices have closed down because of, you know, for the, the how the acute the conditions were. So telehealth really took off during COVID. And this remote patient uh, monitoring uh, kind of a, a, a correlated to that. Uh, one of the ways to tell whether you had COVID was your blood oxygen level went down. So, mm-hmm. so we actually have a device called a pulse oximeter that you can put on your finger and actually measure your oxygen in your blood. Oh, cool. So we could actually give you a device uh, to test yourself, whether you were in the uh, early stages of COVID or you needed more urgent help. If your oxygen goes down, you need to get actually over to a hospital and get, get treated right away. So, so there was a device that we could actually remotely monitor your oxygen. And then even after you were recovering from COVID, we could monitor you to make sure you're doing well after the you know, the initial phase had passed. So this is kind of a, a all-in-home project. 
So does that mean you'll also be sending some nurses out to go draw blood or will they still need to go to a doctor's office or a hospital to get their blood drawn or get some other tests done? So, so just uh, uh, going along that line, so that was kind of our first phase of our study where we actually did uh, monitoring of conditions that uh, in the home setting. And for the last year, we did a study here in one of the uh, independent living uh, facilities in Jacksonville, and we monitored a, a cohort of uh, about 100 patients with multiple medical conditions using multiple devices. And we showed that that really does uh, improve, uh, you know, their well-being and the likelihood of being having to go to the hospital or the emergency room for for acute treatment of their conditions because we can pick these up uh, even before any problems occur. So, so the second phase of this was, so this is still applying to people who have conditions, right, medical conditions. Mm-hmm. Well, what about people who don't have any serious medical conditions to begin with, which is really the majority of the population, if you think about it, um, is we don't really have any serious issues. Is Can we prevent you from getting these problems? And so this is kind of our second phase of our study. And so what we started at UNF was we started studying the most healthy population we know on the campus, which is our athletes, because right. they they work out every day, they have trainers, you know, they follow diet, uh, and and somebody's monitoring them every day. They're they're, they're in a regular training uh, session. They're they're given instructions on how to take care of themselves, and if they get injuries, they, you know, we have trainers to help help them get over the injuries. So so we said, well, the. Uh, the population that kind of is taking care of itself well are the athletes. So we started uh, in late last year, we started monitoring initially the basketball, UNF basketball team. And currently we're on our way by the end of this year, we'll monitor every single varsity athlete on the UNF campus uh, 24-7 using basically a a Fitbit, uh, a device you wear on your wrist, like a watch, and it will monitor, uh, and it's a more, the more advanced fit, there's a charge five, which can monitor your heart condition. It can monitor your sleep. It can monitor, it can, uh, uh, through the app, we can get your uh, weight and your uh, basal uh, metabolic index or BMI. Uh, and then also we can uh, assess um, uh, parameters relating to your general health. Um, so uh, looking at collecting all of that data, we, are, we have been tracking these athletes and trying to determine if, number one, what they're doing is the correct thing, and number two, if they do have an injury, are they recovered enough to go back to playing sports? So, so if you talk to most athletes, you know, when they get injured especially, they want to go back to playing games right away. You know, they said, we're fine, I'm, I'm ready to go and coach, Right. So, but if you look at objective data by looking at their activity and see how, how active they were before the injury and after, we can objectively tell whether they're back up to normal or not. Uh, and doing that over a period of you know week, not not just a day or an hour in practice, we can actually tell whether they really recovered back to normal or not. That is absolutely fascinating. It it, it reminds me of when our astronauts would go in, in, into space and. In Houston, they would monitor all their health symptoms, and they could tell if they had a fever. They could tell if their heart rate was racing. It sounds like it's very similar to that. 
Yeah, so so that was actually a very early stage of remote monitoring, right? When they were in space, uh, Houston was basically monitoring all their their medical status uh, using these remote monitors that were possible. Well, the technology is even more advanced now. So we have uh, a, basically a monitor now that you can wear on your wrist, which tells you the majority of the information that we need to know. So the, uh, fit, the Fitbit works with your cell phone, so you'd have to have a mobile device, correct? Yeah, so so it is it is connected to the cell phone. So uh, so you need some sort of uh, smartphone. It can be either Android or Apple. And at UNF, we've actually written a a, a custom app. Uh, so there is a Fitbit app, but we've actually written a custom app that collects this data. And then actually, we come up with an index. So it's a it's what we call the personal health index, which gives you a score. So, so our athletes, our students here, you know, they understand when they take an exam, uh, say my class, if they were taking my class, if you get a zero, you flunk the test. If you get a hundred, you got a perfect score. So the same way with the athletes, they get a, actually a score on their app every day for their personal health score mm-hmm. or the personal health index score. And so it's again from zero to a hundred, uh, actually it's from one to a hundred. You really can't have a zero, but this wouldn't be alive. Uh, so from, from one to a hundred and they can tell what kind of day they have. And it looks at all the parameters of your health. So looking at heart, activity level, sleep, sleep is a critical factor, especially with athletes and student athletes, because, you know, they've got exams and other things going on and they worry about the game and they train too hard or didn't train enough and they got a game coming tomorrow. So they don't get adequate rest and sleep. But the Fitbit can actually, because you wear it to bed, it measures your sleep pattern and actually gives you a score for your sleep. So we put all these parameters together and, and give you actually a score so you can tell what day you had. And also by tracking the score, we can tell how their general fitness is. But as I mentioned from our injury uh, uh, aspect, if your score that goes down, we know you're not at uh, peak performance yet. You're not back to normal until your score back goes up to your base level. That's absolutely fantastic. I actually have a retired veteran friend that just went through a sleep study and he found out all these bad things about how he's sleeping and how he's not breathing during his sleep. And and, and I don't remember all the technical stuff he he was telling me, but you know, it's something he's working on. So this program could also do the same thing uh, through your new app that you've created and a Fitbit and a cell phone, correct? That's, that's correct. So, so uh, there's a great lead in, uh, Kirk, because we're going to expand the study now. So as I said, we've done, uh, senior citizens where we've monitored, you know, for various conditions. Now we've done the athletes and we wanted to expand it, uh, to another population that had some issues, you know, because veterans have uh, had issues and they're unique. They're a unique population for various things that they've been through. Uh, so we wanted to study this population and then also offer this as a service, you know, that we we'll hope, uh, we know uh, having studied this before in the other population, that it does help uh, you know patients to improve their general health and fitness. So, although we're not specifically monitoring any specific conditions in this study, this first part of the study, we really want to talk about just fitness and health and health wellness. So, as I said, I'm, uh, we're kind of moving the trying to move the curve here to keep people well. So, if if that that makes sense is that obviously we want to treat people who have conditions, and then remote monitoring does let you help and take care of that better. But we want to actually move to the next level, which is to avoid for you from getting problems. And if we can help you with your health and fitness and things to do on a, on a regular basis, we give you feedback every day. 
So you basically, in, in effect, have a personal coach that's telling you what to do. And if your score goes down, it tells you which segment your score is being affected by. So if your sleep is bad that day, it'll tell you that your sleep is off. You need to do this to correct it. If you didn't uh, have a, a good day where you, you exercise and do the appropriate amount of activity, it will tell you that. So if, you're, if your heart's not working right for whatever reason, it will also tell you that. So, so all of these parameters we can look at, and then again, every, every day you'll get a, basically a report card on your health on what you did the, the last 24 hours. I think that's fascinating, except for your phrase where you referred to senior citizens. Next year, I will be classified as senior citizen, and I'm going to change that phrase to the, the wiser, wise generation. <laughs> <laughs> I like that better anyway. You're right. You're right. Uh, so, uh, so I think the veterans, though, I will study any age population. So I think it does, uh, those uh, don't necessarily need to be the, the older population. They can be of any age. So we're, we're interested in looking at all of the age groups of no matter what, uh, what age group you are, in the, as long as you're a veteran. Uh, all right. Let's, so. I want to come back and ask more questions about qualifying sure. and when and how we sign up. We'll be right sure. back right after this. Yes, absolutely. Palm Coast is blessed to have a company like this. Owners that care about not only about the community, but they care about hiring within Palm Coast and providing um, nice salaries for those that live here. And they, they really, truly invest back within. Good morning and welcome back to the Business Report. I'm your host, Kurt Keller. I'm on the phone with Dr. Parnarni, and he is a retired physician, but he's currently working with UNF Health Administration. And he's created this new program at UNF Mednex here in Palm Coast that's going to be focusing on veterans and monitoring their health and their fitness to make them better than ever and live longer. Did I say that right, Dr. Parnarni? Yes, absolutely. All right. So when we left, you were just telling me about that, and you were getting ready to tell me the qualifications of what we where we had to be. And we've been talking about uh, the wiser and wise generation or or the senior citizens. But you made it very clear it's not just for senior citizens; it's for any veterans, any age. That's correct. So so this uh, this uh, as I, as I mentioned, we had done a study already on our um, you know older population. And we did a, a, a study, and which is ongoing, on our athletes, you know, on campus here. So our, our uh, next phase of our study is to expand a pilot project to our, our veterans uh, in Flagler County. So, so any basically any uh, uh, veteran living in Flagler County uh, area uh, would be qualified uh, that is interested in learning about health and fitness. Uh, obviously, you have to have some motivation to to maintain your health and fitness. I think we all do. Uh, we just need a little bit of help to how to do that. Uh, so, any any uh, veteran who would like to participate in this project uh, is welcome to do so. Uh, and we're going to initially kick it off on uh, Wednesday, November 29th. Uh, we're going to have an information session in person uh, at the Flagler County uh, Government uh, Building. Uh, at 10 o'clock, and we'll actually demonstrate the the device, the Fitbit device. Uh, we'll show you how it works, and we'll show you actually the app and how that works. 
And if you're willing to participate, we'll actually provide the Fitbit, uh, and all the monitoring will be done for a period of uh, one year at, at no cost to you. The, the, the studies the studies underwritten by UNF MedNexus. Uh, so, so it's a no cost to the veterans. Is that correct? That's correct. And, correct. And are you limited to how many veterans you can do this program with? Yeah. So, so our uh, intention is to do uh, fifty to hundred. That's what the initial pilot study we did with our also with our uh, older population at uh, Cypress Village. We would certainly expand that population uh, if there, if and uh, when there's a need for doing that. But our initial cohort, we were aiming for in the future. So what's your passion behind this? What made you want to focus on veterans and put this program together, Doctor? Well, uh, so as I, as I mentioned, I, uh, my, my focus is really on keeping people well. And so, so we, we moved from all of this from uh, what we call a phase of disease management, you know, which I started with how we take care of patients in the hospitals, you know, when they have problems or issues, which we, we, we definitely need. But the majority of people are not in the hospital, right? They're at home. And so the idea is how can we keep people at home uh, no matter where they are, whatever location they are, and keep them healthy so that they don't have to get to the hospital or the emergency room? And so so first we picked uh, the the senior citizens, the older citizens. Again, I know you don't like the term. The wiser than wise generation. generation. (laughs) I like that term actually better. And so we pick the wise generation and say uh, they do have some issues. We know we can uh, we can help that population. We've shown that with our study. Then we've also shown the youngsters. You know the the you know the twenty year olds or so uh, that we can make a difference in their lives also in their performance. So so uh, the veterans especially are kind of a uh, uh, in between, if you would. So, so it's not the general population, and, and, and it generally often is not the younger population. Many of the veterans are older, but there are some younger veterans, but they've gone through special conditions. And so we thought this would be a good uh, segment where we could actually make a difference because they have, they're struggling with multiple things. Uh, as you even mentioned, your friend who's having sleeping, uh, sleeping issues. Uh, they have uh, issues with not being active enough. Uh, they're not, uh, you know, uh, their uh, general uh, uh, health and fitness level is not good. So, so we can, uh, we we think by using this device, which is fairly simple, uh, and by giving you concrete suggestions, we can really change the trajectory of your health. So, so instead of going downward in your health, we can actually, or staying stable, we can actually improve your health. So let me ask you this. I think I read a study quite a while ago that said that veterans have a shorter life expectancy than the average person. Uh, is that going to factor into this? Is that one reason why you're wanting to do this study to see if you can't lengthen the life of veterans? Yes, absolutely. So, so I, you know, there, there are segments for various reasons because of exposure to chemicals as well as other uh, things that have gone through. Even with PTSD, you know, they don't have a good, good uh, life uh, you know, style and a life pattern. So, so can we alter any of this? Uh, as I mentioned, they have specific issues that generally a, a, a younger or middling population would not have. So, so it will allow us to show an improvement clearly. So, if I take a normal person, I keep them normal. It's hard to show I made any improvement, right? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? If I show someone who has problems or issues and I make them better, it's easier to show that change. So I think we'll be able to affect and show the change in the veterans very quickly. 
that it is beneficial to them. And if it is, we've got a large segment that can really benefit from this technology. It's really relatively inexpensive. It's easy to do. It's non-invasive. It has no side effects, basically. Uh, so, so in my opinion, why wouldn't you do it? No, I, I agree 100%. It's a free program for veterans. Um, is there a link to go to to learn more about it or to sign up for it? Uh, so, so we have a link, but it's uh, it's a complicated link. So, so the better thing is to uh, to go to uh, www.unf.edu and then search for my name, Periani, P-A-R-Y-A-N-I, and you'll find my contact information on the on the website. And just uh, reach out to me, and I'll give you the uh, concrete information. Well, I think it's a fantastic program. I am going to tell all my friends that are veterans about it. November 29th at the Flagler County Government Services Building here on Moody Boulevard, just down the street from the radio station. You should be there by 10 a.m. Maybe get there a little early before 10 a.m. to know where you're going for sure. Do you know what room number that's going to be in, sir? Uh, It's going to be the Board of Commissioners room. Oh, so I I think when you walk in, it's just straight ahead, right? Yes, the main 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 boardroom. So, Dr. Parani, we got a few minutes to go. Tell me a little bit about yourself and your background. So, uh, so I actually uh, have an uh, interesting history in the sense of my uh, growing up here in in this uh, North Florida region. So, I, I'm a, I'm an immigrant. I was born in India. I came over when I was 11 years old, and my father was also a physician. So, I always wanted to be a physician. And uh, so I went to school here in high school in, in Jacksonville, Terry Parker High School, went to undergraduate in the University of Florida uh, and medical school at the University of Florida. And then I did my oncology or cancer training at Stanford University. And then I came back to Jacksonville and practiced here for about 30 years. And so my UNF connection was I actually got a degree at UNF. I'm a UNF graduate. Oh, great. Uh, so I got a master's in health administration which is basically a degree that helps us uh, do the business side of medicine, if you will. So I managed a large group, and so uh, the master's in health mission helped me a lot. But once you at, once I was at UNF, and UNF is a great institution uh, to kind of put a plug in for our, our UNF here, and, and it's really sponsoring our study. So it's really thank, thanks to them we're able to provide the funds to you know to do the study for the veterans. Um, but uh, uh, after I graduated, I said I, I continued to be connected with this. And then about 10 years ago, I started teaching over here. The, they asked me to come and teach, uh, to try to teach administrators to, to relate to doctors and clinicians. So I'm kind of like the bridge that, the, that gap, that the bridge with the gap between clinicians and administrators. So because there, there is uh, sometimes uh, this uh, difference of how doctors want uh, things done and whether administrators want things done. But ultimately, we want all what's best for the patient. So, so my, my goal has been here to kind of bring the, the two groups together and to, you know, improve healthcare. And so out of this, led, led this project came up of uh, uh, thinking about uh, how can we help the clinical side of medicine and have my administrative students learn about it. So my research team is interesting, or is my students, and I have health administration students who do this, not not clinicians, not doctors or medical students. They're all administrative students. So how's so that? They're learning. They're learning about the, how to take care of patients properly. So will they have to sign a waiver that their 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 HEPA rules are thrown out because you're going to be sharing data about people's health? Correct. 
Yeah. So, so, so we. This is a research, uh, research uh, project, uh, IRB approved program. Okay. So, so when they when the veterans do participate, we ask them to sign a consent form and to share the information just with the research team. So the research team is vetted, which is part of part of my, uh, you know, graduate students who are doing this study. Uh, so only those people are allowed to see the data, and no one else. Gotcha. Fasc- fascinating. So, the data is completely protected. Uh, we have a you know good electronic system where it's remotely captured and it's uh, it's secure. It's not shared with any any governmental agency or anybody else. Um, the data is only used for research purposes to make sure we're actually improving healthcare. I mean that's the whole goal of the study. So it's 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 not it's not data that's going to be out there that's going to uh, you know in any way disimpact a patient you know or a person. Uh, it's going to give you just useful information. And basically, it's given back to you because on the app, you can actually see all your data yourself. I personally think studies are fantastic. It's what keeps us going. Uh, we learn more when we do studies. So I think anytime anybody can sign up for a study and contribute because that's what you're doing. You're contributing to society. I, I think it's a great program. Once again, uh, if I cannot be there at 10 a.m. November 29th, uh, right after Thanksgiving at the government building, is there a way to sign up? Or will you allow people to sign up after November 29th. Yes, absolutely. So this is just the initial session. So uh, again, um, uh, if, you, if you look for me at P-A-R-Y-N-I-E, if you just Google me, you'll find me at UNF. And uh, so if, if you cannot find me, uh, no worries, because this is just our initial session. Our plan is to have uh, subsequently a couple of other sessions to follow up. Uh, so depending on the, on the response and, and the, the need and information, and I've already had people reach out to me already. So there's, there's uh, uh, again, feel free to reach out to me anytime. But uh, if you, for some reason, cannot reach out, just keep keep your ear, ears and eyes open, and you'll see additional sessions being offered in Palm Coast. Fantastic. Dr. Parney, thank you very much for being on the show today. Folks, we'll see you next Saturday at 10 a.m.